You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nurse Predator Podcast. Today, I have Amy Newmeyer from A New Med Spa on with us today. Amy, thanks so much for being here with us. Thank you. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Yeah, it's great to meet you, too. Um, why don't you start out by giving us a little background about you as a nurse? Like what kind of nurse uh, are you, and how did it lead to what you're doing today? Okay, so I am what we call a certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I have been in this industry for, you could say all the way back to 2005 is when I was first exposed to this industry. Um, however, I didn't get my nursing license um, until 2010. So I've just been a nurse a little over 11 years, but the core 10 part of my years has been directly in aesthetic medicine. Um, when I first got out into the nursing world as a new nurse, this was my always my goal to get into this industry, but it was just after the last market crash. So you're pretty much happy to get whatever nursing job you could get. Um, so I did acute care rehab with some local hospitals um, in the Madison, Wisconsin area, UW Hospital, and then St. Mary's and did more traditional nursing. And in that time, just stacked up every certification I could get my hands on in the realm of I own a medical spa. So in the realm of neuromodulators, dermal fillers, scleral therapy, prescription skincare, lasers, you named it, and then just stalked every plastic surgeon in town until I finally got a job. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so just kind of bloomed from there. The actual certification that I have, I was really blessed to one that they even finally created a certification. This is such a new and unique and niche of medicine. Um, so they didn't even create or recognize this as a niche of medicine until late um, in 2014. So I was frankly one of the first 100 nurses in the country to sit for the boards to get that certification. So I've had that certification for a little over six years now. And what is that certification again? Certified Aesthetic Nurse Specialist. So C-A-N-S is the abbreviation that goes after my name with my title. Okay, and it's a board certification. That is a board certification, correct. Okay. Um, so I'm very happy to have achieved that certification. Um, they have really nice requirements with continuing education. So it's something you set for every three years again to maintain your continuing ed with it. Um, so that, that's kind of been my story of my degree. Did I answer your question? <laughs> Sorry, I kind of started rambling so, there. Yeah, no, so you always knew that you wanted to go into this field. Um, and so you were grabbing all these certifications in these different areas, knowing that someday that they were all going to come together in a business model that you were going to put together. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't say I always knew I was going to have my own business. Um, I knew this is just the specialty that I wanted to work in. Um, in my initial nursing career in traditional medicine, and then prior to that, um, I worked as a phlebotomist, other different roles, but I always held like senior supervisor roles. So leadership was something strong to me, and I have a very strong family background of business owners. Um, and then once this more I was exposed to this market and could see that there were other nurses doing this, the light bulb finally went off that I wanted to do this. 
um, eventually. It's just frankly something I didn't think I would be doing until I had finished my nurse practitioner. So that is something I had started back in 2016 and then, um, or 2017, excuse me. And then I got pregnant with my second child and I suffer from hyperemesis gravidum um, really severely during pregnancy. So it forced me to stop schooling. Um, and then two to boot, the previous place that I used to work for had made it very transparent that continuing education and higher degree levels in this field was not appreciated. Um, long story made short. So that's what kind of moved the ball forward in me to stepping out on my own and opening my own practice before I had my nurse practitioner. Um, so I was able to open up my own medical spa um, in April of 2018. So we're just coming on three years and I have restarted my nurse practitioner finally um, just this past fall. So I have just a little bit, um, 14 months left to go and I'll finally have achieved that goal as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, did they not want you to pursue uh, advanced education because they'd have to pay you more? Was that the fear or they were threatened by the idea that you might take over? It, multiple things, but yes, I, I think it came down to a finance point that they didn't want to pay a nurse practitioner when they felt, especially in Wisconsin, unfortunately, to a benefit and to a fault is a very gray state in the realm of law. So there's a lot of room for delegation. Um, so there are places that allow medical assistance to inject both higher degree certifications. Um, and some physicians prefer to employ lower degree, lower certification so they can get away with paying them less. Okay. But, but as a nurse, you were able to start a med spa in um, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm assuming you have a medical. Correct. Okay. Yep, yep, we have our medical director. We have all of our ducks in a row with that. Um, so that's the beauty in Wisconsin that you can own. It just requires close collaboration with your medical director. So I would say they made the situation worse by not encouraging you to go to the NP school. You went out and started your own business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could definitely look at it that way. I, you know, at that point, I had already kind of known that I was going to want to own my own business someday. But then once the very obvious lack of appreciation for continuing education and higher degree was not appreciated, it was very much knowing that I had to leave and go do my own thing. It just wasn't the good, wasn't the right fit for me. So yeah, in a way, it pushed me out onto my own much sooner. And it was frankly the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, long story made short, because I am a million times happier in my current environment with my own team and be able to have freedom with education and training. Um, it, it really has been the best thing that's ever happened to me. So do you think this is something that um, happens a lot? Like, are they afraid to train people because they don't want them to go out on their own and start their own business? Um, or is there kind of like a difference between the nurse that likes being employed and the nurse that wants to start her business? I think you could look at that two ways that yes, um, there's the fear of training and people not wanting to go into their own. So that was something in my uh, experience. Um, I had a non-compete that I was forced to sign after I had started employment. Um, so it kind of made things very difficult in all honesty when I first left there to go out onto my own because of the non-compete. 
Um, I had to be very creative as to how to attempt to get around that. Um, I know there's many states that feel a judge may not uphold a non-compete, um, but the previous employer had made it very clear that they would do everything possible to make sure that I couldn't. Um, so it did make things challenging having a non-compete. So that's where I feel a lot of um, places in this industry will have non-competes against their employees so that if they were to leave, it's gonna be very challenging. Um, but then two to the second half of your question, yes, there are people that are comfortable just working for somebody else. And then there's other people that want to be their own boss. Um, and that was a big part of it for me is I wanted to be my own boss and have my own control and do things the way I like doing things. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that too. Uh, yeah, because there's, it's a much different skill set, you know, I think to, to run a business and you do need leadership skills. And especially if you have a team, which you, you most likely need in the type of setting that you're in. Uh, and, and it's not just about injecting anymore. It's about all the other things that come with running a business. So did you have trouble like kind of making that switch or? Not necessarily, um, because in my previous work environment, um, the practice technically had two locations. And the location that I worked in, I functioned as a supervisory role. So I was really kind of left to my own, so to speak, for most of the time in that place. So I had a lot of the management experience there um, and had seen what it was really like to run the business. I would say the learning caveat, the biggest thing was just the legal side of things of getting your lawyers involved and getting your accountants and things like that. Those were the things that I did not have any experience or real knowledge in. Um, and bringing those type of people into your team or paying for their services to make sure that you were doing things right. Um, but I, I, some very loose management courses, business operation courses in the realms of med spas, um, I would say just luckily, I felt like I knew the industry really, really well and had been in it for so long that it was a really, really easy transition into owning my own business. Okay, um, so what does your team look like at this point? So when we first started um, April 2018, it was frankly just myself and one other esthetician. Um, right now, in what is it, February of 2021, so just short of three years, we have a team of seven. I just hired team number, um, teammate number eight, and I'm currently interviewing for number nine. And we will probably be hiring at least number 10 for sure by the end of the year, if not 11. Um, We're growing exponentially. So our team consists of nurse injectors, estheticians, marketing specialists, and clinic coordinator. And my newest hire is finally hiring on an actual business manager um, to help me with the rate of growth because I just have finally conceded that I can't do it all. And I've just don't want to work 70 hours a week anymore on top of a life and family and still going to school. Um, I would like to, you know, back off the business side a little bit because frankly, I prefer to be in the room with the patient injecting. That's really where my passion lies. Yeah, that's, it's kind of ironic in a lot of ways. And, you know, I always see these messages about starting a business and you can have more time and more freedom. And I'm like, when does that happen? Because I've been doing this for five years and I don't have any no, more not time. Initially. <laughs> no. Not initially. You were here all the time when you first start, but you know, when it's something you love, it doesn't feel like work. That's been the nice thing as much as I am here. And I have to like tell myself to go home some days. Um, I love what I do, but it, it's been finally nice to get to that point or what I call the accomplishment of where 
the business can sustain where I can hire a business manager and kind of step back and just allow someone else to take those set of the reins. Um, because too, frankly, from a business standpoint, I make far more money for the business when I'm in the treatment room injecting than I am sitting behind a desk running reports. Right. So um, why is it that you think the business is taking off the way that it is? I would say our, it's really just the team in selecting the right people. Um, I, we have very much kind of our catch line is certified, licensed, and experienced as to our providers. I'm very picky about who I hire and who our teammates are because it's really about how well they're able to perform their job is what in turn is going to give the client or the patient a really exceptional result and a really nice experience. Um, so stemming from that then is just referrals. We have so many happy clients that are willing to talk about their positive, happy experience, their great results. And it's just blowing out of the water on an average month, let's say since October, because things were a little weird at first with COVID, we're still averaging anywhere between 50 and 70 new patients a month. We're just growing hand over fist with it. But I would really just go back to it's our team and just quality over quantity is being the biggest thing as to why we're doing so well. We really care about the patient's results, but also making sure that they really have a really nice, luxurious experience. Um, so, and did you open with clients or was this something that you had to like build up the client base where you were kind of worried that clients wouldn't come or did they just start coming as soon as you opened the door? So yes and no, because again, stemming back to my non-compete, I couldn't contact any of the clients or whatnot. Um, so we did put ourselves out there a lot with marketing budget, social media for people to try and follow us. Um, that, you know, honestly, and people did, I, I was shocked how hard people would try to find you doing Google searches and whatnot. Um, so that was very a heartwarming and humbling experience to see at what lengths my clients tried to find me. Um, but I would still be honest, the amount of clients that maybe initially followed me from when I first left was maybe only maybe 15%. So it was still in a way of kind of starting over. It wasn't necessarily from scratch, um, but it still was a growing process of just marketing ourselves. And yeah, people are just, we've been so blessed with referrals that people really love what they do. And then girlfriends talk to their girlfriends and they talk to their sisters and their moms and their friends and um, they talk about what they've had done and then they come and see us. So you have a brick and mortar clinic, is that right? Yes. Yep. We have a brick and mortar clinic. So it's currently um, 2,400 square feet, six treatment rooms, and we have grown out of that space. So actually next week, officially, we are starting construction. Luckily, there was a suite next door that opened up. Um, so we're taking over another thousand square feet and demolition will start and they'll start building out a few more treatment rooms and more office space for us because we're just running out of space. Our lease in our current space isn't up till 2025 or 2026. So I just, it was, it's easier to expand than it is to open up a second clinic. So that's why we just took this opportunity in the meantime to expand our current location so we can add in more staff and then maybe down the road consider a second location. Okay, so it sounds like uh, COVID didn't affect you in the beginning, um, but it sounds like it, it's not affecting you now. 
No, not really now at this point. Um, I think we're very, again, blessed that we're, most of us here are nurses already. So we've been very well trained in aseptic technique and cross-contamination. So what we already did here as to cleaning standards, hygiene and that, it wasn't a hard transition for us to modify for protocols needed for COVID. Um, and luckily, I think our clients feel very safe in that, the fact that we're nurses. Um, I'm still amazed the amount of people that will come to us and say, hey, I'm not getting my hair colored yet because I don't feel safe going to the salon or something, or I still get my groceries delivered because I don't want to go grocery shopping, but they have no problem coming in, getting their chemical peels and their Botox. <laughs> they just, the, the environment that we present to them and how we keep things clean here, and we have HEPA filters in each room, clients really do feel really safe with us. Um, so yes, there was the initial hurdle of being shut down for the first two months. And then, you know, things kind of weaned and waned a little bit over the summer. But then after that, it's just, it's taken off. Things are busier than they were before. Well, and so in, you have a lot of services as well. Did you start out with all of those services or did they kind of start adding them? We started out with the fair amount. Um, I would honestly say the only things we have added on are cool sculpting is something we didn't start off with right away. We added that on um, just a little bit in almost to a year from when we opened um, radio frequency microneedling. That was a little bit about a year and a half. So we've slowly grown our menu, but from the get-go, we really did start off with quite a bit between the Botox, the Dysport, the dermal fillers, chemical peels, prescription skin care, um, skin pen microneedling. We had a fully loaded Cyton laser, so that had everything from broadband lights, laser hair removal, micro laser peels, profractional halo. So we were really able to offer a lot from the get-go. Yeah, that, that's pretty amazing. And do you do your own skincare products um, as well? Yep, so, yep. so we carry skincare. Um, it's all medical grade. We carry nine different lines here, including one of them was one of our own private label lines that we had skincare customized for what we wanted. So it's literally called a new medical skincare. So we even have our own skincare line, which is pretty cool. Is Just after cool. years of working with skincare, um, you start to become an ingredient nerd and you learn what you like and don't like in products. So it was a great opportunity to see where all these different lines had products, but maybe were missing an ingredient or weren't exactly what you wanted. So we were able to come in together and say, hey, this is what we're looking for. This is what we feel is missing and create our own products. Um, and it's really become, frankly, our num out of the nine lines we carry here, it's the number one selling line that we have. Oh my God, that's amazing. And it's like such an area too that you would think, you know, somebody were going to say, oh, I'm going to make some skin cream. You'd be like, oh, good luck with that. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, you, I, I mean, to, to sell it to people that already trust you and know that you're going to make a really high quality, good product, and then it's become your number one seller in skincare. It's, it's such a huge testament to you. To you. It, yeah, it, it was it was a great experience. Obviously, there's some great scientists on the back end that understand product formulations and whatnot. Um, but it, it's it's been really an amazing opportunity, and to see how well it's done and how happy clients are with the line is also really just an amazing thing. What are your top services like? What do people come in for the most? 
Number one is going to be Botox Dysport. Um, so those are your neuromodulators to treat lines on the face caused by dynamic expression. Number two in my realm of being the nurse is the dermal filler. So that is Juvederm, Rascaline, and then Sculptra. On the esthetician side of things, chemical peels are hand down the number one thing that they do. So along with prescription skincare, we say is like the cake. Chemical peels are the icing on the cake. So we do a lot of chemical peels. Um, hydrofacial, which is a branded type of chemical peel, hybrid microdermabrasion, they do in a ton of that. But then right now here is what we call laser season. So pretty much October through April, our laser is pretty much on eight to 10 hours a day nonstop. So that's where we're doing services like broadband light to treat brown spots, halo resurfacing to deal with pores and fine lines, texture, and then laser hair removal also being another extremely popular service. So you don't have to shave again. That sounds really nice. <laughs> um, all right, Amy, I mean, this sounds amazing. The whole, the business model sounds awesome. Uh, your growth is amazing. Um, I guess uh, to kind of uh, wrap this up, what is kind of your vision for the next year? What are you hoping to get done in 2021? And, uh, and then let people know how they can find you. So for 2021, it's getting my manager hired or officially trained in so I can back off and enjoy life a little bit more, more of a work-life balance, um, but still growing. We were desperately needing another esthetician, which we're currently interviewing for because of how busy our estheticians are. They're booked out almost eight to nine weeks solid. Um, and then doing this expansion, finishing the construction, which should hopefully be done by May or June, and then possibly looking at hiring even a fourth esthetician or a third nurse. It's really just growth. And then personally, I'm just cranking away at finishing my nurse practitioner. That's just one thing I need to get off my checklist. Um, but really just simply maintaining the growth, but also working on work-life balance. So... I'm happy and healthy. <laughs> um, how people find me is our business address is called a new med spa. So A-N-E-U. Um, the website then is www.aneumedspa.com. And then you can also find me personally on Instagram, a new med spa underscore Amy. Amy is A-M-I-E. All right. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Thank you, Katie. It was so nice speaking with you.